I always tell people that the first thing that you need to do to publish a book is to make a decision because a lot of people won't make the decision. They'll think about it. It's an idea and I have all these thoughts, but they'll sit there for years, over 10, 15 years thinking and dreaming about wanting to publish a book, but they don't actually make the decision. Number two is start jotting down what you want to write about and creating an outline that you can use when you start writing the book. You are listening to the Say Hola Well podcast, a show dedicated to help stigmatize the idea of wanting more money as a woman of color. More money, more options, not only for you and your family, but also for our community. I am your host, Lucy King, Latina Well Coach on a mission to help more mujeres become investors in launch an online business. Just like you, I used to believe that I could only earn money if I was mentally and physically hard. And after learning about stock market investing and online business, I can tell you that there is a new way for us to create a legacy while living our purpose and not having to work as hard for money. So if you are ready to dive into understanding your money mindset, entrepreneurship, and stock market investing, you are in the right place. Welcome to the show. Hello, Janine. Welcome to the Say Hola podcast. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. I am super excited to dive into today's topic. But before I get there, I would love for you to share with the audience who you are and why are you so passionate about the work that you do? My name is Janine. First and foremost, I am a mom. I'm a mom to a 15-year-old boy. And I am the founder of the Book Publishing Academy. I co coach writers on how to write, publish, and launch their books. I'm also a speaker, an Airbnb host. I do a little bit of everything. (laughs) And I'm so passionate about the work that I do because I feel like everyone in this life has a story to share. And I want to be that person to help people be vulnerable enough to share their story. A lot of times we have a lot of fears around what will people think and what will my family say if I write this book, but I just want to empower people to be vulnerable and share their story. I love that. And we're going to dive into the topic. But before we get there, I want to ask you, how did you grow up and what was your relationship with money? So I grew up in Perth Amboy, New Jersey, in middle class, I guess you could say middle class America. And my relationship with money, both of my parents are immigrants from Colombia, and they worked very hard growing up. They had several side businesses that I can remember. But for the most part, I think my relationship with money has not been great. I wasn't taught a lot about how to have financial wealth. And now the age of mid 30s, I'm barely scratching the surface and trying to figure it out. But growing up, yeah, there was a lot of things that I just didn't learn. And so I've made a lot of mistakes along the way. And I think we all have that. We've all made mistakes. So thank you for sharing that. I've been following you on Instagram. I've been stalking you on Instagram. (laughs) 
And so I see you as these successful women, successful mujer that has her own publishing company. And I want to know what are some of the limiting beliefs that you had to let go of in order to get where you are today? So a lot of pretty much all of them, everything that I knew before I had to really reshift my whole mindset. But you know what? So I had dinner with Robert Kiyosaki once he's the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And he asked us like, what is your money self-limiting belief? And what I told him was my parents never taught me about financial wealth. And he looked at me in the face and he says, how much longer are you going to have that problem? And when he said that it like, it really opened my eyes of it's so true. We hold on to these things that we learn when we're little and we carry them into our adulthood. And so after that day, I made it a point to, okay, I really need to reconstruct my mind and my belief systems and everything that I know. I had to learn, I and I'm still learning about money mindset and the energy of money and how to manage my personal finances and business finances and how to project. There's just so much that goes into it. I had to do a lot of, a lot of work up here on the mindset. Yeah, a lot of the work that we need to do, especially as first gen, comes down to mindset. Some of us believe that, oh my God, I just need to have the strategy, but you can have all the strategy in the world if you don't have the right mindset, not only to process your money emotions, but also increase your wealth capacity. Because I see you're expanding. And so you've done the work to really welcome that abundance into your life that is not just transforming you financially, but it's also transforming the people that you're now serving. So I I just want to say thank you for what you just shared because it was so powerful. So let's dive into the topic of how to publish a book. Okay. Yeah. Publishing a book is no easy process, to be honest with you. I always tell people that the first thing that you need to do to publish a book is to make a decision because a lot of people won't make the decision. They'll think about it. It's an idea and I have all these thoughts, but they'll sit there for years, over 10, 15 years thinking and dreaming about wanting to publish a book, but they don't actually make the decision. Number two is start jotting down what you want to write about and creating an outline that you can use when you start writing the book. I highly recommend getting a coach to help you because you can go on YouTube University or Google a lot of things, but the publishing process can be very tedious and very technical specific. There's a lot of specifications that you need in order to publish. I also believe that you should have a quality book. It's a representation of your brand and who you are, but I definitely think first it's making a decision, creating an outline for yourself of what you want to write, creating a goal so that you can go ahead and actually do the writing, whether it be three months or six months of writing, but be consistent because a lot of times we fall off track. Or like I said, it took me 17 years to publish my first book. It's really just staying consistent, staying motivated. And then once you get to the publishing part, it can get a little tedious. There's a lot that goes into it. You have to have a book cover. You have to hire a graphic designer. There has to be someone that formats the book for you to get it to print. You have to find a print company. There's just so much. And I always tell people, even though you publish the book, that's just just one part. You still have to sell the book. You have to make money. You have to market the book. There's a whole other world that happens after you write and publish the book. And it's no easy feat. <laughs> so let's just make the assumption that somebody already made the decision of, okay, I'm going to publish the book. They already have written the book. Now what? Because a lot of 
us don't have a good relationship with selling. And essentially, when you become an author, you have to be the best salesperson for your own book. So how can someone really dive into the process of I have my book, not what? What should people do from there? Because right now there's so many, so many tools, right? There's like the self-publishing version of you doing your own or also working with someone like you. What do you recommend? Great question. And I do think that we find a lot of authors that publish and then they have no idea what they're supposed to do next. I honestly, I recommend marketing your book up to six months before you even get it out. And the reason for that is because you want to start building a reader base. You want to start building a community of people that are going to be your champions. And so whether that be on social media, whether that be through your email list, through a blog, but you don't want to just, hey, I have the book, but then you have no followers. Who's going to buy your book? So I recommend up to six months in advance, even if you could do it before that, start posting on social media. And obviously reels and videos are the best way to go, but you can do simple things like doing a video of you typing and saying, I'm writing my book or, oh my God, you won't believe today I had the worst day. I was writing my book and this happened and just sharing. People love to be nosy and know what you're doing. And so it's really all about storytelling and creating a story and people will become your champion so that once your book comes out, I promise you they will buy your book. And it's really just giving them that fear of missing out. If I don't buy her book, I'm going to miss out on all these things that she's been talking about. Another thing aside from organic marketing that I recommend is Facebook ads. Facebook ads is huge for authors. If you're able to dial in on your ideal audience, you're going to get really good leads coming in. But I always tell people, treat your business like a business. So invest in those systems that you need to build your email list, to get leads, to make sure that you make your sales. Because if you're doing it just, hey, here's my cash app and Venmo, nobody's going to take you serious, right? And I think it's so important to just really put yourself out there way in advance, start storytelling, sharing with people what you're doing. And I promise you that once the book comes out, they're going to be so excited and they're going to be your biggest supporters. Thank you for sharing that. Busy Mujer, if you are ready to embrace well-building as a first-gen professional through stock market investing or online business, I would love to support you with that through my private coaching. It is the most intimate way for us to work together. You will be fully supported with weekly calls, worksheets, and everything you need to create the money systems the mindset and of course the vision that you need to create a legacy this is what past clients have said about working with me one of my clients said best investment ever you exceeded my expectations from the first call and until the end another client said before working with lucy i was paralyzed in making decisions about my finances After working with Lucy, I have learned that money can be simple and fun. Another client that I help with private business coaching said, Lucy is a badass Latina who helps you with limiting beliefs, money mindset, operating a business, and of course, learn about stock market investing. So if you are ready to work with a coach who understand what it's like to want more, I would like to invite you to apply to work with me using the link in the show notes. Now, let's get back to the show.
I want to come back to what you said earlier on the podcast that it took you 17 years to publish your own book and you have more than one book. Am I correct? Yes, I have seven books and I started writing my first book when I was about 12 years old. And when I was, this was in the 90s, my parents were trying to help me get published, but I always knew that I did not want to go through traditional publishing because I didn't want anyone to put me under contract and tell me what to do. To be honest with you, that was it. I was 12 years old and I was like, I don't want anyone telling me what I can and can't do. We had a hard time figuring out how to self-publish because in the 90s, we didn't have the same technology as you do now. And it was a lot more difficult. But I did, I would say around the age of 21, I started to really like, okay, I'm going to work on this book. I'm going to get it done. And I did. I had the book ready to print. And every single year I would like perfect it, make it perfect. And then I would put it to the side and then I would pick it up again the next year and perfect it again and put it to the side. And I did that for over 10 years of me just trying to make it perfect. And I realized that you can't make anything perfect. There's never going to be a perfect book. There's always going to be one typo, one misspelled word. Your grammar might be, there's something that's going to go wrong and it's okay. And I think I finally just got to the point where I got sick and tired of my own self and my, me holding my own self back. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to publish this book. <laughs> and, and then once I got over that fear and published it, it's been eight years now and we have seven books. So yeah. <laughs> I love that. I wanted you to share your personal experience because I know that there are some people listening right now to the podcast that are like, oh my God, I already have a book, but I just don't have the courage to make it happen. Let's talk about your own company. I think it's just so beautiful that you as a woman of color have your own business and not support other writers. And tell me in what way do you support these people? Once they sign to work with you, what are the main things that you help them with? I pretty much help them with everything. The premise behind my company, I was doing one-to-one -one coaching. And then right before the pandemic, I decided, I just had this feeling that I needed to go virtual online group coaching. And I'm so grateful that I did that because the pandemic hit and, and nobody was able to meet in person anymore. But also while a lot of businesses were tanking, like a lot of businesses were going out of business, my business went like it just flourished because everyone was at home and everybody had time to write books. What I had created, what I created is a book publishing academy. And basically it's nine modules with over 75 videos that will teach you everything with regards to book publishing. So we really start first with the mindset. Like what is the mindset that you need to become an author? Because if you don't have that, nothing else is going to work. We teach you how to write the book. We teach you the publishing process. We also teach you the business aspect of getting started as an author. We teach you sales, marketing, and then my next level program is more for high level authors that are looking to get into speaking engagements, that are looking to create an offer so that they can tie in with their book, leave corporate America. So we pretty much walk them through everything. And my coaching program, we do bi-weekly group calls. So I answer questions, offer support, and we just actually added on a portion to our academy where they can become bestsellers as well. So there's just a lot that we offer. And I'm so excited to be in this field helping people. It wasn't something that I grew up wanting to do. I always wanted to be an author myself, but I never thought to myself, oh, I could help other people. It just happened. People would always reach out to me and say, I want to do what you're doing. And so I'm like, okay, I'll coach you. And then now we're over 80 authors in our academy. And I never planned for it, but here we are. <laughs> and I love that so much for you. Like I can feel 
all your excitement right now. This was my dream. And now you're helping other people build their own dream. I love that so much. Now, through your academy, are there any specific topics that people write about? Or is it pretty much like anything is valid? Primarily, it's like memoirs, like they're writing their autobiographies. And I have some people that write self-help type of book. And then we also do children's book. I have like maybe one or two people that are writing novels or like crime and mystery. But for the most part, it's primarily memoirs, self-help and children's books. I love that. Now you talk about how you're helping people write books so they can become best-selling authors. Why should someone actually strive for that stamp of you have a best-selling book? What are the benefits of having a book that is a bestseller? Honestly, the benefits is credibility. If you are applying to become a speaker at a national conference, they're always going to look at the person that has credentials over the person that doesn't. So if you are competing against another person, that person is the number one bestseller and you are just Joe Schmo from around the corner, they're obviously going to go with the person that's a little bit more credible and has a little bit more experience. That has helped me get speaking engagements and it just gives you that extra boost of, hey, yeah, I know what I'm doing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love that. Janine, you also mentioned on your social media how you have an amazing support system that is really helping you be where you are today. Can you tell me how did you find those people? And then as a woman of color, what are the things that you have to go through to really allow people to come into your business and help you? Okay, so it's releasing control. And I realized that I think this goes with me trying to be the perfectionist in me of it has to be perfect and wanting to control everything like only I can do it. And I realized that by doing that, I'm cutting myself short, I need to be able to build a team. So what I started to do was hire interns that work for me for free, but then I help them publish their books in exchange. And that was able to free up a lot of my time because they helped me with social media, they helped me with blogging, they helped me with different things in the business. And then I also had to get to a point because I have a, I have an assistant as well. And there were certain parts in that as well, where I would try to like take over certain things. And she would just tell me, just give me more work. It's okay. And I had to get to a point, I made a list, like everything that I do, literally everything I do in the day. And what can I delegate to her? That's not helping me produce more income or grow. And so I literally just started throwing things at her. I'm like, and she loves it. And then the third thing was last year, I made it a point to write down and be very intentional of the people that I need that are more successful than me and that are experts that can help me get my business to the next level. And so for me, that was an accountant. I had been doing my accounting by myself. Thankfully, I had done accounting in my corporate life, but it takes up too much time. And so I hired an accountant. And then I also was finding that there was certain situations where I might need legal help. And I wasn't reaching out for legal help because I had the excuse of I didn't I don't have the money to pay for illegal help and whatever and I just told myself like no you're gonna hire a lawyer and they're gonna help you and they do help you yeah you have to invest money into them but the return is so it's so much greater so really to answer your question it's releasing control you you can't control everything and you also can't do everything if you're not an expert in it delegate it let somebody else do it and all will be well <laughs> I love that now when are you writing your next 
next book at all at this time? I'm not. I like to write my books by intuition. So I usually wait until my soul tells me I need to write something, but I don't have anything right now. So I think I'm more of in a business building phase right now. Which is great because we definitely need more women of color that are helping other people create their own stories. So I just want to thank you for coming to the podcast. It has been a pleasure. But before you go ahead and tell people where they can find you. The number one place is Instagram. So it's Janine Hernandez underscore, or you can go on my website, JanineHernandez.com. What is your definition of wealth? My definition of wealth is internal joy. To be honest with you, it's internal joy. Because I feel like you need to be wealthy on the inside first. You need to become a millionaire first before you actually receive the money. And so in my mind and my heart, I'm already a millionaire. I'm just waiting for God to give me the check. That was so good. (laughs) Like, I love that so much. So thanks again, Janice, and have an amazing day. And I just know that your message and your passion is going to help so many people. So thank you again. Thank you so much. If you are looking for additional resources to help you start your well-building journey or online business, make sure you check out our blog at sayholawealth.blog. Until next time, stay safe, stay strong, and stay inspired. On the Say Hola Well podcast and associated entities, all information provided is for general informational purposes only, and it does not constitute legal accounting tax or other legal advice. Listeners should not act upon the content information without seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professionals. We assume no responsibility for information contained on this podcast and associated entities and disclaim all liabilities with respect to such information, including but not limited to any liabilities for errors, inaccuracy, omission, misleading, or defamatory statements. Usage of this podcast and associated content constitutes an explicit understanding and acceptance of the terms of this disclaimer.